Christian faith and fiction, inspirational reading suggestions, along with chats about the Christian faith. The following episode is an audio version of a video that I recorded for my YouTube channel, Christian Faith and Fiction. If you would like to watch the video rather than listen to the audio, you can do so by clicking the link in the show notes. Please do share your thoughts by commenting either on the video or on the relevant blog post. Links in the show notes. Hello, welcome back to my channel, Christian Faith and Fiction. My name's Lou. And today I'm going to share with you my recent reads reading vlogs for October and November. Um, I've combined them together because I was um, doing NaNoWriMo in November and took a break from filming so many videos, but I think I may have caught up now. So um, let's have a look and see how I got on. Hey, it's Tuesday the 13th of October and I've just finished listening to Peter Pan by J.M. Barry. Um, I'm not sure how to pronounce the name of the narrator, something like Christopher Casanova, something like that. Um, and yeah, I enjoyed it. Peter Pan is a classic children's story that follows Wendy Darling and she discovers a um, a magical boy who comes into her room at night and teaches her and her brothers to fly and they fly away to the Neverland and leave their poor parents all alone wondering where they've gone. I had seen film versions of Peter Pan but I hadn't read the book before. I found that the book was slightly more humorous and the characters were more nuanced than in the film versions. I found the beginning particularly funny and the narrator kind of makes fun of the characters in a satirical way. The author tells us that Peter Pan is arrogant and cocky and you get the impression that he wants you to be annoyed with him a bit. Peter Pan does have some redeeming qualities um, and you get to know a bit more about why he hates grown-ups and his kind of past history. I think the character of Wendy is one of the main characters in the book and um, she gets treated like a lot of women would have done in those days. She's kind of put in the role of mother and has to sit and darn their socks and stay at home. She accepts this role but she's also quite dominant over the, the other boys there and telling them what to do and takes on quite a leader role. And this kind of stereotype is also... Um, offset by the other char other female characters like Tiger Lily who is a fighter and Tinkerbell who is quite rude and um, feisty. Even Hook has a softer side in the book and you get to see a bit about how he became bad and the, some of the struggles he has internally. I particularly like listening to the audio version of this book and I felt like the narrator brought out the tone and the humour of the writing really well. So I gave this book 4.5 out of 5 stars. I'm looking forward to listening to Dust by Cara Swanson which is a kind of follow-on fantasy novel based on Neverland and Peter Pan. I'm looking forward to seeing how she takes it and how she develops those uh, characters and setting for the modern world. Hi everyone, it's the 20th of October. I've just finished listening to the audiobook of Dust by Cara Swanson, which is narrated by Natasha Sudek. And I absolutely loved this contemporary fantasy. 
Um, it is like a sequel to Peter Pan that takes place in our time, so 21st century. It follows Peter Pan who is stuck in London and um, along with the rest of the Neverland characters they can't get back to Neverland because they don't have um, what it takes to fly. So they are trying to track down Claire who is their kind of ticket to get back to Netherland. Meanwhile Claire is trying to track down her brother Connor who apparently was kidnapped several years ago. She also wants to know why her skin keeps producing a kind of dust that no one can diagnose and it seems to have um, quite dangerous properties to it. I loved seeing the Neverland characters in a contemporary setting. I did think they still sounded like they were from a hundred years ago. I guess um, Clara Swanson has written it so that they sound like they do in the original book, but um, I'm not pretty sure people don't say um, core and lumen and that kind of thing nowadays. And also the narrator has kind of chosen to um, narrate them with either with a very posh English accent sounding like the Queen or um, with a kind of Dick Van Dyke type Cockney accent which is quite funny at times. The book is written in first person present which does take a little while to get used to, it usually takes me two or three chapters to get into um, but here I think listening to the audiobook helped with that because it was a bit like listening to um, a character telling you what's going on in their life as it's happening. The Christian themes within it, um, I wasn't sure how they were going to, to play out but they were quite strong in terms of light and shadow and also about dealing with the, the dark side of emotions that are inside of us and how we process pain and um, how that can affect the people around us. And there was one moment right near the end um, in the climax of the story which just hit me both emotionally and spiritually um, and I can't really say much about it because of the spoilers for the book but it did bring a tear to my eye and I thought it was really well done um, and I loved that side of the story. And the way it ended I really need to um, listen to the next book now and I'm kind of sad that it doesn't come out till middle of next year, something like that. I really hope that um, Enclave Publishing, which is the publishers for them, um, bring out more of their books in um, audiobook format. I know that the um, the Weaver trilogy is all three books are out in audio, um, and it's it's just such a good format for me for listening to fantasy books. So I really hope they bring out more of those. And this book's really made me want to to read more Christian fantasy. Um, I found it really strong. I really enjoyed it, and I'm going to give it five out of five stars. Um, I would say that although Peter Pan, the original book, is a children's book, this one is definitely YA, um, young adult, teenagers is aimed at. Um, it has kind of teenage romance, it has the big emotions that you um, deal with as a teenager. Uh, it's the sort of book that I wish I could have read when I was kind of 13 to 15 years old. Um, it, it definitely has some darker topics, so I would not say this is for children but definitely suitable for adults reading it. And although I love the cover and I, I think the hardcover must be really beautiful, I am glad that I went for the audiobook option. Uh, I felt like it really was really great to listen to. I listened to it on 1.75 speed. I think it would have been too slow on the regular speed. But yeah, 
really good book for me. Hey, it's the 27th of October. Um, this morning I finished listening to In the Shadow of Croft Towers by Abigail Wilson. This is a historical Regency romance come mystery. Um, it follows Sybil, who is um, supposedly an orphan who is travelling in a carriage to Croft Towers to be the companion of an older lady there and on the way their carriage gets held up by highwaymen and um, she gets kind of left out in the rain and by the time she makes it to Croft Towers she discovers that one of the guests there she thinks is one of the highwaymen that she met on the way and everyone's got secrets there including her employer and she herself wants to find out the identity of her parents and who she is. So there's all sorts of um, mysteries going on in the book, as well as um, some possible romances for her. I really enjoyed it. I found the mystery really compelling. I kept thinking I had guessed the secrets and then it took loads and loads of twists and turns. The romance was great. Um, it was clean and no sex scenes, uh, but it does go further than uh, Jane Austen does in her books. This is listed on Amazon as a Christian fiction book, but I didn't really find any spiritual content in, um, in the book. It was, however, clean, and uh, there were no sex scenes, as I said, and no swearing. I would list it as um, clean fiction or Christian-friendly fiction. I enjoyed listening to the audiobook of it um, and I really enjoyed the mystery and romance elements of it and I'm going to give it 5 out of 5 stars. Hi, it's November the 3rd. I started NaNoWriMo yesterday. It is as tough as I remember from last year getting started. Uh, but I'm, I'm so far, I'm going on, I'm probably going to be behind today. I have been listening or re-listening to an Agatha Christie um, novel called Towards Zero. Um, normally I wouldn't call her, her novels Christian fiction, but this one actually had a Christian message at the beginning where um, there's a guy who has tried to commit suicide who was saved and um, the nurse tells him that God may have a plan for him and that he shouldn't take his own life again. It follows Neville Strange who goes to stay with um, an elderly relative or friend who he has known from childhood but he takes with him his present wife and his ex-wife um, and uh, tensions arise from that. So I enjoyed listening to that one again. I probably haven't listened to it in about 15 years maybe so I couldn't remember what happened. I did remember who did it but I didn't remember what happened in it. So that's been good as something to take my mind off it. I've got to think of something else now to listen to in my um, downtime. Um, I'm also reading Persuasion again now before bed and still trying to make my way through um, The Lady and the Lionheart. So we'll see how we go on this month. Hi all, it's Saturday 14th of November. I've finished listening to The Mystery of the Blue Train by Agatha Christie. Um, this was another reread for me. I remembered from the start who'd done it, 
but I couldn't remember um, anything about how they managed to catch them. Uh, this again had another faith quote right at the end. Um, Hercule Poirot is a Catholic, I think, so he does mention le bon Dieu, uh, the terrible accent, um, the good God, uh, in several of his books. So I think I'm going to give this one four out of five. I enjoyed the characters and the story, but the mystery was a little bit... I'm not sure whether you could have guessed it without knowing the end. So been a while since I first listened to it so it's it's kind of different when you know what it's different when you know what's coming up to know exactly how it would be reading it for the first time but yeah I enjoyed it um I am still working my way through the lady and the lionheart and I think I'm going to give it a go on audiobook because it is um quite a character driven book and I find sometimes I just don't have the impetus to keep picking it up, even though I'm really enjoying reading it, I'm really enjoying the characters and the setting, but doesn't have that same um, mystery, suspense, or plot kind of go getting you to um, turn the pages and keep going. So even though I'm enjoying reading it when I'm reading it, when I put it down, I don't necessarily feel that urge to pick it up, but I really do want to finish it. So we'll see how the audiobook goes. I finally did it. I finished the um, NaNoWriMo Challenge National Novel Writing Month. I managed to get 50,000 words in this month and finish early. So here's my certificate. Ooh, I haven't finished the story yet, so I need to do that. Um, hopefully this year, carry on with my writing. But I'm just so pleased that I managed to do some writing at all because for a long time I've been having anxiety problems whenever I sit down to write fiction and I have managed to find a process whereby my brain doesn't get totally overwhelmed by it and I've managed to achieve that so I'm very chuffed. Right. So the only books that I didn't mention in those vlogs are um, Persuasion by Jane Austen which I finished and this was um, a great addition. Um, I've said it before, <laughs> well, I'll say it again, it's got really great font to read and it's really pretty. The book itself um, is one of my favourite stories. Uh, it takes me a little while to um, get into the story. I think that compared to the filmed versions, the beginning of the story is quite long, um, but then it gets into it and it was, uh, exactly how I remembered and I really enjoyed it so I probably given this one about 4.5 out of 5 stars maybe I think I gave it 4 out of 5 on Goodreads um, but I enjoyed it again and then I finally finished The Lady and the Lionheart by Joanne Biscoff I finished it in audiobook which definitely was helpful in speeding up the reading this is a Christian fiction book that follows Ella who is a nurse and then um, Charlie Lionheart who is the lion tamer at the circus and he brings um, a child in his care into the hospital and Ella is forced to make a choice between helping the child who is ill and her keeping her job. Um, so they develop a friendship and um, 
it kind of goes on from there. I liked the characters, I really enjoyed the setting. I found it quite a slow read, uh, it took me a couple of months to finish it um, and whilst I really enjoyed the characters and the setting and I enjoyed reading it while I was reading it, I didn't have that desire to keep picking it back up again. But it was still a really good book and I gave it um, 4.25 out of 5 stars. So those were the books that I've read in October and November. Um, let me know in the comments if you've read any of these and what you thought of them and also let me know what you've been reading recently if you've got any good recommendations. Um, I will see you again soon so until I do I hope you have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Christian Faith and Fiction podcast. If you would like more information you can click the link in the description. Don't forget to subscribe on your podcast app to make sure you catch the next episode.